Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of What's Your Jersey podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfuji, and I feel like I have so much more energy today. Sorry if that hurt your ears, because I love my guest, and he just makes me happy. (laughs) I mean, come on, did you just hear that? (laughs) He makes me so happy, and I actually fist-pumped when I said, what's your jersey? It was very cute. Oh, thank God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So we're just going to get right into it. Before we get right into it, I lied just now. I just want to say thank you for listening, and also thank you for a lot of you meatballs. That's what I call my listeners, if you're first tuning in. Oh my God, that's amazing it's amazing um thank you meatballs for signing up for my online plyo jam classes i've been getting the best messages from you guys so far it seems like taylor swift's look what you made me do is everyone's favorite number Mm. to work out to Mm. i love it because i give like intentional fierce duck face the whole time yeah it's already my favorite and i haven't done it yet Exactly. Yeah. So I just want to say thank you. And again, guys, keep sharing the podcast. Just, oh, wait, I almost forgot about this. It's my mom's birthday. <gasps> Happy birthday, mom. Yeah, bombshellin. Happy birthday, girl. Is she a loyal listener? Uh, she is. That's why we were shouting her out. Amazing. <laughs> is she Is she, Is she? she squeamish on any topic? Should I avoid any topic <laughs> um, for don't mom? avoid anything. <gasps> okay, good, good, yes. good, 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 No, good. she's like the sweetest person you'll ever meet with like the biggest secret potty mouth. Oh, I love it. I love it. She like winks and says something horrible and you're like, ah. It's like the best kind of a bitch. Yes. Yes. Shady. She's like the ultimate shade. I know. She's slaying all day. I love it. Anyway, guys, that amazing voice you just heard. He is (laughs) one of the most naturally funny human beings I have ever met. Like from the second you open your mouth without trying which is the best part. Like, it's just like gold is coming out and oh your stomach my. and your face hurts after hanging God. out with you for like more than five minutes. He runs a great show in LA. I think you still run it. Brunch. Brunch, yeah. Yes, brunch in LA. So if you're in Los Angeles, you should go see that. He was just voted one of Time Out's 2018 must-see comments. Yeah. Yes. He <laughs> takes really cute pictures and sweatshirts with like kittens and rabbits and, <laughs> and bears on them that you just have to like <laughs> deep dive as Instagram for he has the best Twitter I think anyone's ever seen and the best part about it guys he has a new movie coming out it's called out on stage it's a feature film and you can all go to the theater to I can't even talk I'm so excited I love it yes you can go to the theater to see it welcome to the podcast Zach Noe Towers hi Jacqueline how are you I'm great that was literally the sweetest intro and I got like so nervous to be funny now I'm like oh no I like built you up to like knock it no you're no no it's gonna be fun um, Diane Keaton is your biggest fan Diane Keaton so I think you'll be Fine. You guys, I performed on a show last year and Diane Keaton was in the front row. <laughs> and I'm so glad they didn't tell me until after I got off stage because I would have I would have I would have shut down. You would have died. That's a me Diane Keaton is like one of those people you never think you'll actually come in contact with. No, like you actually can say Diane Keaton's my fangirl. She's a fangirl. Really she was is. she was so sweet. She came up to me after and she was like, You're so funny and cute and charming. And I was just like, 
in a blackout like I was like not in a real blackout but I was just like so excited it was first wives club you know it was too much it's a lot but I love it and the lineup you were on was fire the lineup was insane it was like Sarah Silverman Nick Kroll I saw him at the movies last night really he's nice um Natasha Leggero Ahmed Barucha. Uh, Ahmed and I went to URI together. Oh, shut <laughs> yeah. up. He's so funny. You should have. Have you had him on yet? I have not. You should reach out. I should. I had dead Kevin on when we were doing <gasps> the drunk sports show. They're like back. Yeah. They're, they're making sketches again. Yes. Enough about them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is about you, Zach. <laughs> oh, but no, it's they're all good stuff. It's all good okay, stuff. Okay, so is Diane Keaton like... Every Nora Ephron movie she's ever been in. It's not Nora Ephron, is it? I think that's is it right. Nora Ephron? Nora Ephron, yeah. Oh, okay. The other Nora I know is Jones. Yeah. And I don't think she's making movies. <laughs> she's making music on my Alexa. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, she uh, was exactly how I think you imagine her to be. Mm-hmm. Just like sweet, loving, just uh, radiating... Uh, just this pure energy oh Diane Keaton energy She's the best The only connection I have with her My grandfather Was in the movie The Godfather Shut up He was Grandpa Crazy. Benny yeah, he's When a, she was like A hot young thing And he's in They cut out other scenes He was in mm-hmm. But the one scene he's in, it's just him pacing back and forth behind Diane Keaton and Al Pacino. He's oh just my smoking God. a cigar. Yes. You should make that like your cover photo on, <laughs> on like Facebook or something. Yeah, he's so much cooler than I am. I recently also was sent a video of him on like a talk show with Betty White. What? What? Right? Wait, he was also a guest on it? Yeah, he was a guest on it. I forget the name of it, guys. Oh, the, the fabulous Moolah, who was like a professional female wrestler, was on it with him. Weird. And Betty White was like on the judges panel. Okay. And they had to guess like who the real wrestler was. So my grandfather was like a mole. Is that it? Sure. Or, like, yeah. Sure. And so a Betty, placebo yeah, person. A placebo person. <laughs> there you go. And Betty White is just like sparring back and forth with him. That is so cool. Yeah, it was cool. So I, I have to post it. Ah, you, you would do. enjoy it. Anyway, yeah. I enjoy you. And I also can't wait to enjoy your movie. Can you tell the meatballs what the deal is with this? <laughs> yes. So it's called Out on Stage. It's um, it's a Fathom event. Fathom events puts things in theaters for like one night only. So I don't know if you've seen that before. It's like watch Phantom of the Opera, you know, in theaters one night only. It's 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 cute. It's cool. Yeah. Um, so it's a queer stand up movie. There's like 18 stand up comedians, uh, mainly gay men and lesbian women. And uh, yeah, they just they run the gamut of sex, politics, religion. It's just like a, a jumble of amazing up and coming comics. And it's 90 minutes. It's in 250 theaters across America. So just go to fathomevents.com, enter in your uh, zip code, and it'll sell- tell you what theater it's playing. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, Tuesday, July 24th at 8 p.m. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so if you want to be like in a good, like, support, if you have any gay friend, yeah. get them, go, and like just support this little, like, queer event in like movie history yeah but even if you are just straight and have a group of straight friends yes it's so funny i've seen like certain clips from the movie and you know a bunch of the comics yeah, yeah. i know i know eric Khan. yep is deborah mm-hmm. in it deborah's not no, no she's deborah's you guys deborah di giovanni is a canadian sensation that we now own here in america she's our she's our neighbor you know she lives a block over no oh you guys also jacqueline and i live down the street from each other like literally i li- on the same street just down a block isn't that crazy it's insane um no. I, I'll, I will come back up for meatballs yeah you should she teased me about 
I really did. She's like, I usually have meatballs. I was like, what do you mean usually? <laughs> I normally, well, A, I had a guest yesterday who was like, I only do gluten-free meatballs. And I was like, oh. Oh, because you oh. put like bread in them, don't you? Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, you can't eat these then. I'm sorry. <laughs> and so today I had an audition that normally, they usually are like a half an hour long, yeah, quick, fast, yeah. really quick. And this was like an hour and a half long. So I was Damn. a little late getting back. But you have chocolate balls instead. You, they look like little meatballs, <laughs> honestly. Know. Like they're very cute. And I appreciate chocolate. They're like a naked lot. meatballs before the sauce. <laughs> yes. What if I just poured marinara sauce all over these chocolate hey, balls? I don't know about you, but I love a good salty, sweet. Snack. You're absolutely right. You're at, and people are going crazy with it these days. Really? Chocolate covered potato chips. I guess that's been yes. around for a minute. Yeah, but yeah, I enjoy it. There's we- a chocolate with bacon bits in it. Have you seen that I've at seen like it. fancy grocery stores? I haven't had it yet. Me neither. It feels like a floodgate that I don't want to open. <laughs> like I don't want to have to purchase bacon chocolate every time I go to the grocery store. Like, what's the bacon chocolate? <laughs> No, do you get like obsessive about certain things? Oh, yeah. There's uh, at Trader Joe's, they have dark chocolate and sea salt covered almonds. I buy them every time I go. I keep them in my freezer. I eat a handful every time I walk into the kitchen. Oh, that's how I am about gummy bears. I gave you gummy bears. <gasps> I too. saw that. Wait, isn't there a thing about Haribo? 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 Like the, the sugar free ones? Like. Set your butthole on fire. Oh my god. I'm almost positive. Wait, They're what? like, don't eat sugar free Haribo. It sets like your butt on fire. Oh my Yeah, I'm pretty I think positive. We should, try it. we should eat Pringles that are like low fat. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it? Olestra? There's something in it that's oh, oh, also oh, that, yeah, anal leakage. Yeah, anal leakage. <laughs> and the gummy bears and just like have <laughs> Fiery shits. Sorry, Jacqueline's mom. <laughs> Hi. We made it not even 10 minutes in. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, you just randomly ate, like, the low-fat Pringles and the sugar-free, sh- no, like, on a date on or a something? Date, He's yeah. like, or help like, yourself. <laughs> and you're, like, starving. So we eat them by, like, the fistful. <laughs> And he's just basically asking your anal to like stretch. <laughs> he's like exercising your butthole without you even realizing. Without you it. knowing it, he's like, "God, you're ready." This is fun. Okay, good, good, good. Wait, I heard there was some drama before your movie. <laughs> wow, what a great segue! Speaking of butt drama, I hear there's some real drama. No, because we like to keep it real here on What's Your Jersey. So I want the meatballs to know what it's like, like casting movie or like oh, the shit that sure. goes down behind the scenes. So this is we won't use names. No, how names. about that? Okay, so but you um, can like if you want, but like whatever. <laughs> no one's listening. Um, when I was approached to do this thing originally, it was um, they approached me about doing a stand-up special, yeah. and I don't I don't have enough time. I, not enough time to do a, a good stand-up special. Not so then, yet. Not yet. I will hopefully have soon. You'll but be on um, Netflix next year. Oh my god, that would be a, the Netflix fifteen. Have yeah. you watched any of yeah, those? I have. I want to do. That. I love Taylor. Who Taylor Tomlinson for? I got to feature for her over Christmas. Feature, sorry. Oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah. I shouldn't have cried like that. <laughs> um, she was performing at the club in St. Louis, Missouri. It was my hometown. I knew yeah. I was going to be home. Literally reached out to the club and her, and they both were like, "Yeah, it's amazing." And we got to hang out, and she's amazing. She's sweet and funny and wonderful. 
love it. She's That's like 23 years old. I know. She's a baby. Yeah. It's and she's a headliner. You like want to hate her, but like she's so great. There's no possible yeah, you way. Can't you can't her. find something to hate about her. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like, you're too good. Um, yeah. So but, you'll be on that soon. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, but they approached me to stand up social. I didn't have enough time. So I, I turned that down. They're like, what about a stand up series? You'd be the first comic in the series. You'd host the series and we you get to feature other comics. That's a dream come true. Because all these other comics get time too now. Yeah. So then they asked me to provide a list of all of the comics I think would be good for it. So I submit this master list of like gay boys. Because mm-hmm. they originally they asked for just gay men. And they picked who they wanted. Mm-hmm. And like once word got out about who got picked and who didn't. One of the guys who didn't get picked. Like quickly lost his mind like on me <laughs> it was it's what's crazy is so that was like in october right yeah and like he he truly like built a story in his head that i blocked him from this opportunity and that i was trying to sabotage him which is just, it's it's crazy because i pitched him i was he was one of the guys that i pitched like you were trying to help him yeah yeah and i had nothing to do, to do with i had nothing to do with casting yeah. you know what i mean so yeah and so then he started dragging me on Twitter, like with my name. Zagnoy Towers is a piece of garbage. Don't book him on your shows. He re- he went for the jugular and he blocked me on everything, so I couldn't respond. People would just send me screen grabs and stuff. So that kind of like died down. But now there's like press and stuff coming out, and like Jacqueline, this dude tweeted like something along the lines of this special is coming out, quote in air quotes, and it's like. Uh, just when I had gotten over the trauma uh, trauma of what my attacker did to me. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm like, uh, 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 I almost said how tall this guy is. He's a giant guy. I'm like, I didn't attack you in any way, in any way. So anyway, he compared himself to the Me Too movement with this. He said, I don't know how you girls do it. How do you have your attacker out there and not want to murder him? Wow. Yeah. So he like basically said he was going to murder you. Yeah. And that he's comparing... <laughs> Oh my what god. What happened to him to being like sexually assaulted? That's you know, insane. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a real bummer. I'm at the point right now where I'm like annoyed, but it's a bummer, you know? Has it like really affected your career at all or like are Not people to my like, knowledge. Okay, god. I people don't think for it the would. most part are coming and saying like uh sorry that's happening to yeah, you. Yeah, cuz that's annoying and everyone kind of knows how the business works and knows that's just well, like if bullshit. you didn't get a part, you wouldn't ever go to the ca- you say I was casting. Yeah. You wouldn't ever go to me and be like I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> That's how you never get a part That's how again. You never get it. Yeah. <laughs> so it, what's sad is like this is supposed to be a TV series originally. This show, this movie, and he went from being like uh, kind of inappropriate to like no season two for this guy. You know what I mean? Like he would have been on season two. Oh god. But anyway, I, that wasn't a funny story. Sorry, <laughs> it's okay. but it, it it's it is very fascinating to have. It's my first hater. And that's a good sign. That's great. (laughs) You're making it. You're about to have your own absolute hunk billboard in the middle of Times Square. (laughs) Could you imagine? I'm the absolute hunk. You guys, I'm 135 pounds and like translucently white. Stop bragging. (laughs) So jealous. Jesus. You not fair. We are the exact same size. Okay. Um, I want you to read. So I picked out some of my favorite tweets of yours. Oh, no. I know. It's on the back of one of her headshots, you guys. <laughs> so I'm keeping this at the end. I hope she is aware. Okay. Don't. Well, actually, this this one you say in your stand up, 
which is funny about improv and then you can just read the three other ones oh um the only thing i like about improv comedy is when it's over (laughs) (laughs) and then i love when you just do like the run around on stage can you tell them about that (laughs) okay so so there is this thing like in improv comedy if you've ever been exposed to a show i'm sorry first of all but if the scene is like ending or if it's not going well, it's always the latter. One of the teammates like runs across the stage and like wipes the scene clean. <laughs> and I just love that because I wish we had that in everyday life. Like you're on a first date and the guy's like blue lives matter. And you're like, oh, no, 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 no. And you run across <laughs> the stage and you just wipe that shit clean. <laughs> or you're like, you're at the STD clinic and they're like, you tested positive for three different. Oh, no. Nope, 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 nope. Run, 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 run. (laughs) That doesn't work on... I don't think that will work on on audio, but... (laughs) No, it does. It will definitely be in... If and when I get a stand-up special, it'll definitely that be in there. That has to be in. Oh. Just picture a 135-pound pale white boy running, scattering. Scampering, yeah. Scampering just, you can say it. Skipping. Swinging, yeah. Skipping <laughs> Swishing across, across stage. Yeah. All right. My, it's my favorite mom. My mom's favorite, too. Oh, I love it. Um, I love when you call her gay. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I call my mom a lesbian on stage. She says, so she flew in for the taping of this movie thing, and I... Called her a lesbian late to her face. <laughs> Funny. She, she's so she's Moms so sweet. act like that, and I love how you would pretend to be suicidal when she would try to scold you. <laughs> you told that. I show. always, yeah, I always, um, I like, I, I don't want to say I was dr- a dramatic little kid, but I tended to end most arguments with like a veiled threat of suicide, because <laughs> she'd always be like, "That's enough. You're grounded. Go to your room. We'll talk about this in the morning." And I'd just be like, "Maybe." <laughs> If morning comes, mother, and then run down the hall in my nightgown. <laughs> oh, I like that oh, one too. My face hurts already. Oh, but yeah, tweet. Um, oh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm single. I will literally date any guy who is a professional rugby player. <laughs> it's true. If they're, I know there's some rugby players listening. Oh, they're and definitely if listening is. to you. They might be a little gay. They might be a little gay. <laughs> <laughs> they might like Britney Spears a little. Get too much. at me. I just want him to toss me around like that big football thing. Have you ever dated a football player? Um, no, but the first guy I ever fooled around with was on the high school football team. Oh, but he oh. was straight. Oh, what a cliche you are. I know. <laughs> well, that's all. That's it's slim pickings. At least when I was growing up, you know what I mean. Like there weren't like a ton of like out gay kids at my school. Okay, so it was like closeted, like closeted little like drunk Smirnoff Ice drunk nights. Yeah. You know. Oh wow. Yeah, I love that. Now you're just segueing into that. We'll get to your quotes later. Oh. Um, you're segueing into what your actual jersey is. Can you tell the meatballs where you're from? Oh my gosh, yeah, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, so the Cardinals jersey, yeah, Blues jersey, former uh, former Rams jersey. Look at you. Yeah, you do know your sports? Well, those are easy. <laughs> like in the Midwest, all we have is like sports. In St. Louis, it's sports and the arch. So like, and meet me in St. Louis. Meet me. In St. Louis. I'm actually so there's a theater in St. Louis called the Muni, okay. and it's North America's oldest, largest outdoor theater. <gasps> it houses like 12,000 seats, and it does summer stock theater. And I did it from 10 to 18, <gasps> and it's their hundredth year anniversary. And I'm going home to see Meet Me in St. Louis in August. Stop. Yeah, isn't that cute? Wait, you should do what you did with Taylor and just request to be in it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to play Tootie, please. <laughs> the youngest, cutest girl in the show. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I, I would wear a dress for that. I mean, come on. No, I'd want to play the Judy Garland character. She's dope. Have you seen the movie? 
Mm. No. No. It's okay. You should watch it though. I if you like old it. movies. I do. I feel like I've seen parts. Mm. Just because For sure, I, there's like a clang, clang, clang with the trolley song, and well, it's a very like iconic. Yes, I yes, and it's because I've seen Sex and the City in the movie. <gasps> oh my God, <laughs> me say yeah, Luis. Yes. <laughs> oh, that was Jennifer Hudson, man, crazy. She was a surprise in that one, but I liked it. You know who else is in that movie? Is Bridget Everett, the <gasps> comedian. Oh, she's the drunk Starbucks yep, girl. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> oh, she's oh, so man. funny. She's. Have you met her? No, but I recently met. Nikki Glazer on a plane. Whoa. It's this is so crazy. I She's a huge St. Louis Cardinals fan. Yeah, she's a, she's a huge comedian, St. Louis girl. We went yeah. to rival high schools. I didn't know that, but I was boarding my flight home for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I already had the Taylor thing set up fe- featuring for her and I was a la- I was a boarding group like double Z on Southwest. So I get on, there's Ooh. only middle seats left and there's a hot dude in this aisle seat. I'm like, Oh fuck y'all sit next to the hot dude. <laughs> sit down next to the hot dude and Nikki Glazer's the window seat. Oh my God. So I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Like, but don't bug her. Like don't, don't meet her this way. And then I like opened up Instagram and uh, Lizzie Cooperman. Have you met her? She's uh, I a haven't met her, but she's really funny. She's so funny. She writes for Nikki. And the first picture that pops up in my Instagram feed is, Lizzie's and it's Lizzie and Nikki making Christmas cookies. So I was like, motherfucker. So I just I just slid my phone onto Nikki's uh, her a laptop thing or her what's it called the tray top tray, tray table. table yeah and she like looked at it and then she's like what and she like jumped out of her seat and she's like you know Lizzie I'm like yeah like we're buds and she's like then she texts Lizzie a picture of me and Lizzie's like Zach's amazing so Nikki put me on her fundraiser show in St. Louis Ugh. sold out the funny bone in St. Louis I did 10 minutes her you know how it's a thing like you want comics you love to watch you perform yeah like it's hard to in LA because they perform and they leave they leave they show up right before and, and leave and right, leave right after. after but yeah. her, this was her and her family and her friends watching and I had such a good set and then like we follow each other on social media and we like text sometimes and like it was like a dream come true <gasps> oh oh and then I'm so I'm featuring for Taylor and then Taylor gets to the show one night and she goes Nikki and I were doing press at the same radio station, and we were both talking about you. Bouncing your name around. Ah! <laughs> Sorry, that was probably a really boring spiel, but no, it was just something exciting, like to feel pieces like kind of fall together. Well, it means you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. I think so too. It felt right. Like it felt like every. It, I didn't have to fight for anything. It was just like. Oh. You were just open and it was like divine timing not to get all like No. Ooh. What else would I literally sat next to her because of the hot guy. Exactly. And everything happens in 3, so the third thing you did was slide the phone over. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like hot guy Nikki Glazer. Oh. Phone. And after that the hot guy didn't exist. You know, like yeah. he he didn't exist anymore. <laughs> Oh, thank God you like dudes. You never would have met Nikki on a plane. Right? <laughs> oh, I'm like, I'm like, I like dudes too much. It's debilitating. Wait, so what's your type? Mm, I'm always trying to expand on that. Okay. Like I'm more of like a bottom. Okay. And so my type is like a top. A top. Who's like my size or bigger. Okay. For the most part. Beyond that, like, I'm aspiring verse. So, like, I'm open to, like, smaller, like, cute guys. Oh, I like that. Okay. And then, like, above that, I would love to 
end up bisexual. I, I would love for women to be an option too. <laughs> Have they ever been an option? No. <gasps> you should try it at least twice. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like the most I've ever done, oh, I made out with a million girls. The most I've ever done is like rub a vagina over jeans. That doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so either. In my heart, yeah. I knew it didn't. Yeah. But yeah. Still, it's progress. Totally. Total progress. And I I've been to like it. Burning Man and like, I know it's like, I think it could be on the horizon eventually. <laughs> that gives a lot of girls out there hope, Zach. Yeah. So yeah. my type is ever expanding, ladies. Ever expanding. Ever expanding. We should go to a Cardinals game, not to bring it back, but with Nikki, because my main squeeze was one of the producers on Not, not safe, safe with Nikki Glazer, and Shut. she's a huge Cardinals fan, and uh, they go to games together, so we should all go. Dude. You just tell me when. And Nikki and I will try to turn you straight. Our Hell, boyfriends will be fine with it. What if... Oh, wait. Does Nikki have a boyfriend right now? I think she has a boyfriend. Okay, I don't okay. know, though. I thought you were going to set me up with Nikki. Oh, well... And then I could be your boyfriend. I just won't invite her boyfriend. <laughs> could you imagine? No, I will be that fifth wheel in a second. That'd be that'd be a lot of fun. That'll be great. Wait, so I do you go them. to Cardinals games? Have you ever been? Um, Not intentionally. Not, okay, do you like, know what's happening on the field? God, no. Okay. <laughs> God no! Do you know what a home run is? Baseball's the slowest moving sport ever. I forget. Like I'll look away, and then like a different team will be on the field. Do you know what I mean? Like in the out, you know the the jersey changes color. I'm like, when did they get out here? Um, I go purely for like the experience of like going to a thing. Okay, just yeah, I like an event. Exactly. I I like there to be options of food. Yeah, you're like, let's meet and take the metro down, and like let's stop and get nachos at blank blank and it's national hot dog day today <gasps> right <gasps> it's always national something day it was national emoji day yesterday no <laughs> which i'm confused about because i haven't looked at my phone but i thought we were supposed to get a bunch of new like redheaded emojis do you want redheaded emojis no. <laughs> <laughs> i was worried they were gonna take are you worried they were gonna phone? be there like get rid of it's like that u2 album they put on all of our phones it's like get get out of here <laughs> ginger band Bucks. I know. No. Like, I don't use the magazine stand option on my phone. I'm like, go away. Yeah. And some they won't like. It won't let you take off the iWatch or whatever. <laughs> don't like, use that. I don't. Yeah, I don't need it. <laughs> I don't have it. Um, the worst. But hot dog day. Are you celebrating? Well, I, I, I think I'll just buy a ticket to Dodger Stadium just to go get a hot dog. <laughs> there is like, it's so funny how like that garbage food all uh, suddenly tastes like kind of delicious once you're like there. Oh yeah, but. I recently was at a party and I got really excited <laughs> because they had Dodgers like hot. They had all these like servers and like Dodger outfits and it was like Dodger dogs. And I was like, yes. And then I take a bite into it and it was a vegan hot dog. No, right? that's not a Dodger dog. <laughs> Dodger dog. What, what, what was this event? <laughs> first of all. It was like a producer's birthday party. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. And like the people throwing it were vegan, but it's like, come on. Don't do that to, or warn us. Yeah. Put a big scarlet V. Vegan yeah. dogs. Just don't do that to your guests. I lived with um, a vegan and a vegetarian for a few years, and so I was subjected to a lot of faux meat. So sorry that happened. It's okay. You know, I got through it. It's part of my struggle. <laughs> One of my only struggles. No, uh, but 
Yeah, I don't know. It, it's nothing like the real thing. No. And by real thing, I mean fake ass meat. <laughs> <laughs> Weird ass meat stuffed in sausage cases. Like, do you want to know what's in that? I'm like, no, no, I don't. Absolutely not. It's in me. Dove Davidoff has a great, great, it's so dirty and I'm going to butcher it about like eating a woman's vagina is like a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves it, but I don't want to know what the fuck is in it. Uh, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> like, if he thinks a woman's vagina is like a hot dog, he's sucking dicks. <laughs> <laughs> like mm, maybe mm, you have a new boyfriend. Maybe. No, I think he's I think he's married. <laughs> well, you never yeah, know. Yeah, People yeah. make mistakes. You're right. It happens. <laughs> okay, so you are prancing around St. Louis. <laughs> prancing around St. Louis. St. Louis. Yeah, I grew up there. Okay. Until eighteen. Were yeah. you just always just spouting off one liners even as a little kid? Um <clears throat> I definitely like I remember like earlier days like mimicking like uh Home Alone. Uh uh, what's his, oh my god, what's his name? Macaulay, Kevin Macaulay Culkin, Kevin McAllister. <clears throat> like mimicking you things like, like him when you were little. Yeah. yeah. I was like a toehead. Dennis the Menace, like yes. that thing. Like I would mimic and repeat things to make people laugh. Okay. And then, so I was always kind of like rambunctious. I was the middle child, so I was always like getting into trouble You're sort like of. You're like yeah, mm-hmm. we're the same. You're the star. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All eyes on me in the center of the ring, like just like a circus. You're so um, on brand with what I'm going to make you do at the end. Oh no! <laughs> um, so yeah, I just and I, I I found like theater and stuff pretty young, mm-hmm. and then I got into that, and that was like a way to shine. Like I was a big fish in a little pond. I bet all the girls had a crush on you too because they didn't know right what gay or straight was. Well, and I was in all these dance classes. I was the yeah. boy in ballet classes. Oh, I would have totally been all over you well and i would take a different hot hottie like you mm. to like the friday football game and all the guys at my school would be like who is that like who are you and because it's this gorgeous ballerina you know and they they don't know what to do with themselves oh, guys and you then... just call me skinny <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry yeah, well yeah okay. um and then I came out to some friends around 16. Oh, okay. And then... What was that like? Like, what was that response? It was totally fine. Like, I set up the gay-straight alliance in my high school. I was one of the founding members members as a straight person. What? (laughs) (laughs) So it was truly like people were just waiting for me to be comfortable with myself. Got it. Yeah. And I've heard you talk about kind of your parents kind of being the same way-ish. Yeah. My parents are... Beyond my parents are my biggest fans. My mom loves me too much. She's one of those like, uh, like what didn't let me do like certain like field trips and stuff because she was worried about my safety. You know what I mean? She's yeah. overbearing, but in a very like protective mama bear sort she of way. She just wanted your life to be like as happy and like yes. And so when I came out to her, she cried, but because she cried, she said she was like, I just don't want your life to be harder than. Harder than everybody else's And you're like If I don't come out It will be Exactly And at that time though I was like also A freshman in college And I was like I was having a great time As like a 19 year old Gay boy Like I was doing Fine Okay So and you were You were I was, like I'm yeah. good I was like I'm totally fine I yeah. saw the movie 8th grade last night <gasps> I'm dying to see it I definitely Is it just it. at Arclight? I think it's just at Arclight Until Friday I think it opens Great I'm gonna wait. I have a movie I'm a movie pass guy oh. So I'm gonna wait Do you have you it? Do that I don't have it Jacqueline <laughs> It's changed my life Really? $10 a month And you can see a movie Every day for free 
What? Yeah, it's just not Arclight, but it's the Grove. It's AMC Theater. So it's this theater by us. That we can walk to. Yeah. So it's it's free. Like I saw, I just saw Sorry to Bother You at the Grove for free. It's a $16, $10 a month. Oh, this is not a sponsored post, but Mm-mm. everyone sign up for Movie Pass. Yeah, Movie Pass, fuck. But there's a scene where the girl who's in eighth grade in the movie, like she's kind of like a loner and whatever. Yeah. And her dad's really worried about her. Uh-huh. And then she just kind of discovers, I don't want to give anything away, but the dad like always comes in and checks to say goodnight. And finally, like in the middle of the movie, he comes in and checks and he's kind of like worried. And she's like, I'm fine. I'm doing great. I am so happy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like... Okay. <laughs> that girl seems like dynamite from the preview. Well, you forget she's acting. Like you're like this right. must be a documentary because she just seems. Same. Did you see Florida Project? Yeah. Same thing with those little kids. I was like, they're acting, the, but like this feels very real. How did they get those kids to like? I I'm mind blown. Mm-hmm. No, I couldn't. I was yeah. like Broadway. Yeah, I was, I was like that age. Give them an oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> be like so anyway understated yeah yeah, yeah exactly What's understated <laughs> what is that word it's mean? not even in your vocabulary yeah. like i don't i don't understand I'm confused <laughs> what's so this understated funny. word you mentioned <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so i also have heard that you loved um amy joe johnson amy joe oh my god A yeah pink the pink ranger? ranger are you kidding yeah literally this is used to be my twitter bio i got asked to leave a sleepover it was a girl sleepover mind you i was the only boy and i insisted <laughs> On being Kimberly, like insisted, and it, it didn't end well for me. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, the, yeah, the Pink Ranger was really everything to me, and then she was shortly after that in Felicity, and I don't know where she's gone since. Actually, in Felicity, though, like I like liked her in the beginning, and then I was just like, "You're kind of annoying." Was she like the meaner, sluttier friend? Kind of, yeah. And she just like got uh, like everything she wanted. I hope there wasn't like a weird rape storyline or something. Oh god, that you're missing. <laughs> yeah, you're like, missing, like uh, what a like, bitch. Yeah, uh, she was a victim. Um, excuse me, Jacqueline. <laughs> Stop she's it. In recovery, the whole the whole series. <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, she's whatever, a bitch. <laughs> she got everything she wanted. <laughs> Yeah, no, Amy. Something about did you, did you watch Power Rangers? I did. Yeah, I I grew up with a brother. Okay, and so like it was like GI Joe, Power Rangers, okay. sports. Hence the what's your jersey? Sure. Umbrella. I got so nervous, you guys, when she asked me to do this podcast. I was like, I Jacqueline, I don't know anything about them. I I watch rugby because it's the hottest guys I've ever seen. But and I, I feel like every girl listening feels the same way. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, good, good, so good, good, it's yeah. fine. Have you watched a rugby match? No, I've never seen one. Uh, dude, they're like jacked soccer players. It's so hot. I just picture like a bunch of who's the Australian actor? Like Russell Crowe's like on a field, but like in his heyday. Oh, I was gonna say not now, not but now. sure, like forty years ago. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> Who's like your celeb crush? Oh my god, um, Liam Hemsworth. Liam, oh, okay. oh yeah, That's he's good. just so hot. I like brunettes. He seems he's he's with Miley, so it seems like he's just cool as hell. Yeah. yeah. So you you're a Miley fan. I love Miley. I could see you doing impressions of Miley. Oh, Have you really? done them? No, I'm. I haven't really. I haven't dove into the world of impressions you don't need to <laughs> you're like just like great just keep you're like doing. you're kind of a character yeah. already um yeah no um it would be fun like is snl on your radar do you want to i i 
as we were saying before, like when things kind of come naturally yeah. and like op- doors open, I recently, and if meatballs, if you listen to this podcast at all over the past three months, you know, I did a show where I played Britney Spears and Kim oh Kardashian. Oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. And it was funny because I had stepped away from kind of doing the impression stuff and doing more like live theater and sketches and all of that to focus more on stand-up and podcasting and yeah. like all that stuff. And every like comedian that came to see the show, Perez Hilton, directors, all these people after the show, the same thing was like, that's what you need to be doing. Damn. They're like, everyone's just like, that's, that's it. There you go. Yeah. That's, that's it. your, you're shining. <laughs> Do it. And so now I'm like, Oh, and I, I don't know if you ever go through this. If you ever get scared, do like- I ever get scared? Yeah, moments before I walked in this door, I got scared. <laughs> I live in fear, Jacqueline. Yeah. <laughs> do as we say, not as we do. Yeah, no, I mean I'm happy. No, but do you get scared? Like, of, like- I get scared because there are like a lot of comedians that I'm like really good friends with that have just been putting the character thing out there. You sure. know, like I mean, I love Becky Robinson, Dana Moon, Whitney Rice, like all these. Chloe Fineman. I don't know who that oh is. Oh my god, she's very funny and she does her instagram is characters yeah it's like little 30 second character videos and so i don't do that so right now are you intimidated that other people are doing it that like i either have missed the boat on doing all the character stuff or like first of all you're 14 years old <laughs> uh so <laughs> i venmo you, you didn't miss any boat thank you so kick that out of your head right now yeah. and like there's room for everyone and yeah. you're gonna do different characters than they're gonna do and like they do stand up. You know what I mean? It's all it's comedy. All, all comedy. I, that's how I make myself feel better about it. Is that how you do it? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I don't do it. But like, yeah. I would say like, it's life's too short mm. to be afraid of like failing a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So I need and to. It doesn't sound like you're going to fail. I mean, Perez did tell me he would be my stage mom at America's Got Talent when I go do my Britney impression because he wants me to do that. Oh, that you would get on TV yeah. in a second. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, if Perez was there. That'd be a ama- <laughs> that'd be a great segment. I know. You know, I me mean, just being like, "Well, I bought my stage mom," and and it's Perez in like a kerchief and like a house coat, <laughs> and Sing he does his Chippendales routine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just flashes everybody. Yeah. So, but it, it's scary to me because I feel like everyone just puts it all out there, and like I have a hard time with doing that for some reason, and that's. Like not looking cool. I maybe maybe it's. I like get that completely. The cool girl syndrome, where that's stupid. It's yeah. stupid. I mean, I fear improv for that reason, sort of. Like I, I make fun of improv because I fear it. Like, oh yeah. The idea of getting up there and like no, because comedy's so mind scripted. I don't know about yours. Like yeah. my my stand up comedy's scripted. I write jokes and I perform them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Getting up on stage and just being like, well, hope this turns out. Like, <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, God, no. I'm not, I'm not looking like an idiot in front of all these people. <laughs> yeah, but you have a finesse to you that makes it seem like you are just talking. Oh, I'm I'm probably like a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I think that's a big part of seeing up making people feel like they're hearing it for the first time. Yeah, for sure. I I commend you on that because it's very hard, especially when I first starting out started out, it was like a monologue. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's like a one woman show. Like at the beginning, you're like da 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 da. 
<laughs> oh my Which god Which is entertaining still But it's, like It's different It's just not stand up yeah. <laughs> It's just different <laughs> um, I want to know How you got started So how did you get out Of St. Louis Like what happened next you, um, you got kicked out Of the sleepover I got kicked out Of the sleepover <laughs> Packed my bags <laughs> And at 11 years old I walked to LA No I went to college In Indiana University I studied musical theater there <gasps> Ooh that It's a good program it there It is So I was a guinea pig For their program When they were developing it So they took like Two guys and two girls each year okay. to kind of like develop the musical theater program. So I was the last year that it was in development. And so the people below me were in like the official program. Got it. But anyway, so I knew I did that because I loved performing and I didn't have really any desire to go to college for anything else. Uh-huh. And then I didn't want to do New York. I always knew I wanted to do TV and film. I just love movies. I, like, love movies so much. It was such an escape. I grew up pretty poor, and, like, we would go to, like, the dollar theater or, like, mm-hmm. the $2 theater where it's, like, older movies for cheap. And, like, I just remember it was such an escape, like, going to those, like, fantasies and stuff like that. So I think I just – I've been obsessed with them ever since. So I moved out here, kind of quickly got discouraged by, like – the hoops you have to jump through as like an actor out here and it was like be- clawing to get like a, a commercial audition for like you know toilet paper and it's like this wasn't it wasn't feeding my the artist in me at all yeah so then i was just discouraged for a bit just kind of partying and being crazy and then a friend signed me up for my first stand-up show <gasps> someone i w- waited tables with what? and so he was like december 9th you know you're doing stand-up and I was like, okay, so I wrote jokes in a notebook. How did you even know how to write a joke? I didn't. Okay. I, fo- I stumbled around stand-up so long before I figured out what my voice was and what a joke was and what a premise was. I, I, looking back, I, I wish I had taken a class maybe just to get like structure out of the way. But like I just really failed a lot. Really? Yeah. But I think I... That's shocking to hear because I would never expect that from you. Oh, Because you're so good. I mean, well, that's the thing. Like, the first time I did stand-up, it was a bunch of friends came. It was a fluke of a good set. Yeah. And I was, I was like, sprightly, this, like, fresh-faced, like, little Twinkie gay boy. I was happy. I had a happy disposition. So, like, no one was mad at me for trying it. Like, I said some funny things, you know? And so I just kept doing, like, bringer shows and failed a lot was discouraged a lot would go off for like six months and back on and That's off what i did when i first started i did it for six months and then i went on vacation and then just never I didn't did it. do it yeah <laughs> i was just like nope and then kind of as i don't know what happened that got me back into it right maybe someone just reached out and asked to book me on a show randomly and i was like Ugh. it blows my mind that any of us like make it through those first like two years <sighs> where it's just you're doing crappy shows your friends are tired of coming. Bookers are harassing you about bringing people. You're getting five minutes. You don't really know what you're doing. And that's when all your friends have to come. Yeah. <laughs> my friends don't. My friends come occasionally now, but like they don't. They don't. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> like I bank on producers producing good shows and having an audience there for me. But yeah. like it's just really amazing if you get over that hump. Yeah. Well, you did. I think I did. Do you have a favorite bit or premise you're working on right now? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's um that I think you can tell how old someone is by how long it takes them to get out of their car. 
Oh, I can relate to that right now. Um, so, because you know, like when we were young, like we'd we'd get the car was just to get to the next like fun place, and you get there, and sometimes you jump out without like without putting it in park or like turning the engine off. Oh, you're like, yeah. oh god, you just you were there, and oh, you're god. like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. And then like now, like at our age, we definitely like take a minute, like we sit, we might like, like fit. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> or you're like I'm going to book this role I'm going You do like your mantras or whatever yeah. Or you like you know like look for your gum real quick But then like our parents Like it takes them like a solid hour To get out of the car Ooh. Like they just sit there with like the buckle on for a bit Then they're like I don't know what they're lo- They're like looking for their purpose in life Like just like just Every nook and cranny is like I just think it's funny Like and then like I If I was on a show It's like Like my mom came to this show But she's still out In the parking garage You know like Oh that's funny I just, It's like it's, it's a It's definitely in progress No but, I love that That's I awesome I, I, I also loved you On the Elite Daily Show <gasps> Oh my god Yes Can you tell the meatballs What the deal that was Well the, we've had Gabby Conti on the show Oh cool I I'm trying to get Heather Pasternak because she's actually dating someone that I went to high school with that used to drive me to school. Shut. Which is hilarious. Uh, is he a hottie? <laughs> He's really cute, but it's weird because he was like my brother's friend, like and younger. So. Isn't it weird? Like, oh, he's like, I know I have a younger sister. She's five years younger. Yeah. And I remember being like, Ew, I would never date someone my sister's age. And now I'm dating guys younger yeah. than that. Like, it's, just, like I've, it's, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. And like now, like I would date someone that age. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're all in our 20s or 30s or yeah. whatever. It's like, it's no big deal. <laughs> but, but like nah. thinking about it back then, you're like, no. So conventionally, he's very handsome. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Um, yeah. No, yeah. but the Elite Daily Show, tell them about that. Yeah, so Elite Daily is like a popular kind of like, Pop, millennial pop culture news and like entertainment bloggish like show buzzfeedy like yeah. hacks and stuff like that so there was a show on go 90 the elite daily show it was 10 minute episodic monday through friday it was a two-year 400 episode contract That's insane uh, yeah i was there for like a year and a half of it as a host and then a writer and a host and it was just like it, it was amazing experience because i met these other fun it was comedian driven hosted by comedians is it really yeah oh that's weird to me because i feel like i've known you for longer yeah no we met through gabby i think oh my god and then i i hosted your guys's pretty pretty funny women (laughs) pretty no pretty funny women or Pretty, no, it maybe, had a lewd thing. Yeah. Pretty dirty. Pretty, why can I Pretty think? filthy. Pretty inappropriate. Pretty inappropriate. <laughs> oh, I hosted that show for you guys yes, at, at Improv. Um, but yeah, Elite Daily Show, it was great. It was, it taught me a lot. We like would write and then we'd send in our th- scripts for notes and then we'd get notes. Gabby was the head writer and head host. And then like we'd film two and a half episodes on Thursday and two and a half episodes on Tuesday. It was just very fast paced and very like. You just have to be on your toes. Yeah. But I learned how to use a prompter in that. You learned how to interview people in that. I got to write sketches. It. W- I'm so grateful for having been on that show. But Well, now I feel like you could write or act on SNL from being on that show. I just submitted my writer's packet. Whoa. Okay. Can you explain to the meatballs what a writer's packet is? Yeah. So for all these shows that you guys probably watch, like SNL or the like late show with Stephen Colbert, um, when they are looking for new writers, they send out these writer's packets and it's like, um, it, it just ranges. Like I did one for the Michelle Wolf show on Netflix and it was like, you know, two pages of topical jokes. So I looked up news articles and I just wrote jokes, like two pages of just like one liners. Yeah. And then it was like, uh, 
three sketches that would be single cam sketches. So I did like one about like a Cosmo quiz, like a dark Cosmo quiz, <laughs> um, which I'm really proud of. And then like uh, the other thing was like five segment ideas that would feature Michelle Wolf. So it was like I did like a she like hijacks your phone and is like frequently used emojis. Like, do you know how it shows us what emojis we use the most? Oh, yeah. And like kind of decipher like. Who you are based on the emojis you oh my God, use. That's so funny. So it's like little things like that. So like at the end of the day, you you do these like eighteen page packets of your like your best stuff, like your your best jokes, your best yeah. ideas, and your best things suited for these people. So for SNL, it was um, I don't think there's a problem in saying this. No, it's it's fine. Um, a political sketch, mm-hmm. a commercial parody, and then a. Um, Oh no! It's something else. It was yeah. three to five sketches, so I submitted four. That's great. We'll see. Yeah. Good if anything, luck. it's a good. It's a good exercise. It's a good exercise. Yeah. It's like you're in college again, and you're have, submitting like. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's very bizarre. Have you? Have you? Do you? Are you interested in being a writer? I am. Yeah. Okay. But more for like, I I feel like my voice is very like girl. Sure. Like Cosmo would be a place. Sure. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be like I wouldn't do the dark Cosmo. Like it would be regular just, Cosmo. Yeah, regular Cosmo. Do they have like podcasts via like Cosmo and like oh, Vogue and stuff? Teen I Vogue? should know this meatballs. I'm well, sorry. It'd be cool if you if you could get pitched for that. I should. And then be on their website. Yeah. Let's put, I think we put have that vibe out there. Yeah, oh, dude. look at you. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have a few like rapid fire questions that oh, I God. just like to ask everyone. Okay. <laughs> no, no. And these are kind of more tailored for like stand up. Cool. But I just want to make sure I get your answers in there. Yeah. Um, okay. What is your favorite moment you've had so far doing stand up? Fa- oh, performing for Diane Keaton. <laughs> You're like, Duh. I, I can't believe it. I was like, I knew what it was in my head, but I couldn't think of it. Yeah. Diane Keaton. <laughs> Diane Keaton. All day, every day. What's your most embarrassing moment on stage? Oh, my God. I perform. It was my first paid gig. It was on a gay cruise. <laughs> what? Yeah, dude. That sounds amazing. So it was a few years ago. And I was, <clears throat> I don't know why. The median age on this gay cruise was like 50, late 50s. Mm. And I have an AIDS joke. And I did the AIDS joke. And Jacqueline, I've never felt the energy get sucked out of a room faster in my life. In my life. And it was about five minutes into my 15 minute set. And I was, I was new enough in comedy that I didn't know how to recover. And then it was like the first night of the cruise. So I was on it for a week. Oh and, my God. And like word spread that I was like the filthy twink. And like I had a great experience on the cruise. Like yeah. it was great. But that night was just looking back. It was like one of the dumbest movies I've ever made. I mean, but it's trial and error. Like exactly. you don't know. Well, I've done the, the AIDS joke for gay bars and audience, younger gay audiences here. And it's funny. It's just different. These guys had like been through the AIDS epidemic. So the, it was not funny <laughs> to them. I probably okay. just brought up memories of their past lover. You know what I mean? Oh, God. So anyway. Anyway. Um, okay. Um, who is your favorite comic to work with? Oh, to work with? Yeah. Oh, Deborah D. Giovanni. Yeah. She's like, and you tell guys, the meatballs about, you guys have gone on tour together. Yeah. Well, that's being really nice uh, to me. She's taken me under her wing. Okay. She's 18 years into the biz. She's like um, uh, an all-star of Canadian comedy. Like, she, in Canada... So she takes me on the road with her when she does tours in Canada. And, like, when we get there, like, TSA 
is screams when they see her families at the grocery store have me take pictures with her like take pictures for them oh she's on tv for them with them or in canada for like eight years you're like an instagram husband for I, her kind of wow. i'm like let's try it from a different angle <laughs> let me get up on this shelf <laughs> um so yeah she's you guys should look her up deborah dg Giovanni. she's so funny and i am so blessed to to get to work for her yeah but there's a reason why it's because oh, you're so funny oh, oh. um i want to know lady gaga or britney spears oh shit it's like sophie's <laughs> choice i mean part of me like i grew up with britney spears i th- i think lady gaga if we're talking talent yes lady gaga lady gaga yeah she's just like that voice she plays the piano Ugh. She's so inventive and imaginative. She's so pro-gay. She and like, really is. Yes. And she's a, bo- a, born, uh, a star is born. Have you seen the trailer for that? Uh, well, yes, they played it. I saw it like online a few weeks ago. And yeah. then last night when we <gasps> saw eighth grade, it was like in the theater. Me, and I was like. It gave me goosebumps. Because <sighs> I used to also be obsessed with Bradley Cooper to the point where. I don't think it's there anymore. There, oh yeah, it is. There's a Bradley Cooper bobblehead. There is, and I have a shirt that my friends got me that says Mrs. Cooper. Oh yeah, it was a thing. I mean, he's a stud. Yeah, and I wonder if his dick pics floating around. (laughs) Should we find it? I, I know what I'm doing after I leave here. (laughs) No, we're gonna do it together. We'll do it here. Okay, 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 good. (laughs) Okay, what's your best advice on sending a dick pic to someone? Oh my god, don't put your face in it. <laughs> These idiots. I can't believe so it. So many stupid. dumb guys in their bathroom here holding their hard cock oh and their dumb faces in it. I'm like, well, I hope you don't have any job of importance because I'm keeping this. Yeah, this is definitely going to come out. It's in the group chat, dude. Like, all my guy friends have now seen it. <laughs> um, I forgot. I can't believe I forgot to talk to you about this. So, I was going to say, what bar do you love to go to in West Hollywood? And oh, I realized yeah. you are sober. I'm soaps. Yeah. You're so, uh, yeah. were you sober when you started your comedy career? No. God, no. no. I okay. drank a lot. Take us down that road. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I I was a binge drinker since I started when I was 15. Like, I didn't drink every night. But if I started drinking, all bets were off. Like You I, were like, go big or go home. Oh, yeah. And I told that to people's faces. It's amazing no one called me an alcoholic before I identified as one. Because I was just like, I don't see the point in one glass of wine. It's empty calories, time, and money I don't have. And it's like... I, I'd want to drink two bottles of wine and then go get tequila at the bar and rail lines of Coke and like, you know, wake up in a stranger's bed. Oh, fun. And then two and a half years ago, I gave it up. You just gave it up. Like, did you have like a rock bottom or were you just like, this isn't for me anymore? No. Yeah. I turned 30 and I saw that I wasn't where I wanted to be. I knew I wasn't living up to my potential Okay, and I could not stomach losing any more hours to being fucked up or hungover. Okay. I lost days at a time. You so know what I mean? Would you, cause I know a lot of people struggle with like the emotional hangover and then some people are just like physically hungover. Like which would be worse both. for you? Because towards both. the end, like towards the last year of my drinking, I was trying to control it and I was trying to be like, trying to have one or two glasses of wine or, and I never worked. So I'd wake up the next day going, I wasn't, I didn't even want to drink last night. Yeah. And I did. And the hang- I don't know if you get hangovers, but when I turned, when I was turning 30, like they were getting worse and worse. So I'd lose a day, you know, after. So I was really, I lived in a lot of shame for like letting myself down and just physical, like, you know, how did that also like 
change your dating life? Because I feel like so much of dating is social and going oh, to bars and hanging out. It it changed it insanely. I never really had sober sex. I think all my sexual experiences had been under the veil of alcohol or drugs. Yeah. And so I had to get, that was a real big hurdle I had to clear, like connected sex. So what I think I found is like my sex life for a little bit uh, slowed down, uh-huh. but the experiences were much more satisfying. So much better sober. Yeah. And now it's bed back up because I'm like super comfortable, super confident, more happy than I've ever been. And it attracts dudes, I think. Well, you also look like you're 12. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, because alcohol dries out your skin. It does. <laughs> my, well, my skin cleared up and yeah, I feel, I just, I've never felt better. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, guys, um, I'm dropping some scoop right here. Perez Hilton really wants to date Zach. <laughs> well, that really was. I don't, I don't want to put those words he, out there. No, he was he just said like, it on cute. the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he knew who you were, which is great. That's cool. Yeah. And he said you were funny. And I was like, well, let me set you guys up. And he said, yes. He said, do it. Yeah. Well, what's crazy is I think I told you this. He posted, um, he like promoted me sort of. Or he was just like, I think he was like, follow this guy. And I messaged, oh my God, uh, Jacqueline just told me that you guys had a podcast together. But he didn't like, he he responded, uh-huh. but wasn't engaged. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Well, and that's, I, that's fine. He's a father, isn't he? Yeah. Lord knows. I, <laughs> I don't have plants, much less stepchildren. So I think you guys should go out for a date. I think we should all go do karaoke together. <gasps> right. I fucking hate karaoke. You do, but you're a musical theater person. I, I never sing. Really? Yeah. You know, what's funny. Hmm. I always hate going to karaoke because I think it's annoying when people that can like really sing like get up there and fucking You're like, bust oh, out. shut up. I'm like, go to an audition. <laughs> like, I think if you're going to karaoke, you're rapping like you're you're doing like something fun. Like what's your karaoke song? My care. OK, I have a few. Of course you do. I- <laughs> it depends on what month it is. Exactly. It depends on my level of like how many glasses of wine I've had. Right? Yeah. The confidence like goes up or down. No, no, no. It, I just I lose my speech when like I have too much to drink. <laughs> so, so you like, can't rap after two glasses of wine. Then it's like I'm a slave for you. <laughs> and then it just turns into dancing. It's uh, not yeah, really. yeah, just like this song. Like, yeah. I just like hand the mic to someone. <laughs> I'm like, dance break. Yeah. Yeah, no. So I do um, Jay-Z, like any Jay-Z and Kanye mix. Okay. I love doing. I heard Holla Girl at Rise Nation the other day, and okay. I was like, this is a fun one because this uh-huh. is something people forget. But like everyone. When it comes on, like they get yes. into it. It's so important to me that the song is not drastically overplayed or unknown because if it's unknown sucks. fuck off like none of us are engaged at all no. and you're not good at it exactly no when you go to karaoke you want it to be either like a skill like rapping or you want to just be able to get the audience Fun. engaged um brad solencer who's a comedian here He's so funny we just did a show in palm springs and he did um Natalie and Brulia's torn and the whole bar was just wailing with him. It was truly beautiful. (laughs) Yes. Or you can like bring it like if Eternal Flame came on, like sure, everyone would be down. Yeah. No, any 90s song. Salt and Peppa is always a good go to. Although I feel like that's even a little little overplayed. overplayed. What's the the journey song? The don't stop believing too much. Don't do it. Yeah. Just please don't. don't. Yeah. Please don't. If you want to come out to that at your wedding. No songs like 
over four minutes like no <sighs> no one has time but like don't do bohemian rhapsody oh my god Please. like hopefully see- the karaoke guy would know better than to let someone you know <laughs> or if it's a really lazy karaoke guy, yeah he's like i don't know it, it takes a cigarette break yeah <laughs> i love it um what's your favorite movie since you love movies so much uh scream scream yeah. oh followed closely by clueless <sighs> I just talked about this. I recently saw Alicia Silverstone was at that party. <gasps> and yeah, it was like watching Cher Horowitz come to life. Yep. I yes. bet. No. They're I, doing, they're doing, have you been to a show at Rockwell Table and Stage? That's where we're trying to do our show with Perez. Amazing. Yeah. So they are doing Clueless there. Have you yep. seen it there? Not yet. Not My yet. friends are in it, so I'm going to go support it. Oh. So we could do that too. I'll go, want. I'll go do that with you. For sure. We'll make all the plans. And then you can get us tickets. Okay. We'll just be, but if you, have you been to a show at Rockwell? No, I haven't been to one yet. It's incredible. Really? It's incredible. Why? They're, it's the best singers and they're funny shows. Like I went to see Jurassic Park the musical last month and it was one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. And it's like, <gasps> they perform all around you. So you're seated and there's like a, a, a runway stage, yes. but then they like jump up on your table and they're, they're singing in the rafters and they're just all over. And it's like funny. Oh, uh, that's all. That's it's all brilliant. I want yeah. in my night out. Yeah. Um, I want to know. For sure. Ugh, scream. Wow. Yeah. Nev Campbell, man. That, oh, that was your jam. Nev Campbell. Wow. I went to see Skyscraper opening night because of Nev Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> she's so i just love her you know what's so funny is that every guy in my high school loved her too i think oh. it's like an age thing with that like jet like sure are yeah yeah few years like she Four, was party and of I, five ah oh, and i was yeah. like i don't get it but jennifer love hewitt her boobs and they're like no jennifer uh nev campbell was like the like strong silent type yeah she wasn't like the girly girl she was just like the i don't know and she's classically like I, I don't know about you, but, like, when I was younger, I didn't understand classic beauty, and now oh, I, like, appreciate it Yeah, you're like, oh, uh, timeless. Yeah. yeah. Like, Diane Keaton back in the day, I was like, why uh, I know. Meryl Streep back in the day. Same. Yeah. I'm like, fix the nose, and now I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're perfect. You're perfect. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, are you going to see Mamma Mia, too? That does nothing for me. <laughs> yes, I'm going to go see it. Same. Does nothing for me There's something about it That I'm like I have to see this Yeah And and maybe it's just Because of all The spray tans on screen (laughs) Like that attracts me a lot And it doesn't help That we live in LA And it's plastered Everywhere Everywhere There there are a bunch of Overalls hanging From the Grove Really? Yeah Of course there is Um, Do you have any advice For someone wanting To move to LA To start a comedy career? Oh um, Do it um definitely do it don't don't let fear of like uh like the circumstances like bog you down i personally got two jobs the summer before i I graduated from college went home for three months for summer got two jobs worked nonstop, saved up like ten thousand dollars or something and then i just i moved out here with a friend and i i you know i spent my money frugally you know like I, i was like careful but What's that? For, ah, <laughs> what's money? It's what you earn. No, um, so confused. Frugal. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, come out here and then, um, comedy-wise, the comedy part of that. I don't know why I focus all my my <laughs> advice on money stuff. I get growing up poor. No, but I, you yeah. need it. Like I kind of didn't save it's up. Expensive city. It's so expensive, and you have to be able to have time. Yep. To do all the yep, auditions. To be available. Comedy, you have to be available. And I made the mistake for the first probably like 
10 years of being here of always having like eight side jobs sure. and always like filling my or time. A, you bartended at some yeah. point. You still, um, that's a night thing. Yeah. And, and like we do comedy at night, yeah. like, but I did, I do the same thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say, yeah, try to get a gig that allows you flexibility and time. Um, and then comedy wise, just write, write as much as you can. And, Get on stage as much as you can mm-hmm. and find people you trust, like uh, their comedy sensibilities and their advice and work with them. Pitch jokes to them. Yeah. Yeah. Any advice for getting sober? Oh, my God. Um, in general, just know that if you feel like there's any sort of pressure, just know that you don't have to drink or use drugs. That you're going to be totally fine on your own and that there's lots of support out there if you need it it's it's just like a google search away i personally do a 12-step program okay and i swear by it um and it's changed my life but you know that it's not for everyone you know but but there's definitely a lot of support for other people who are trying to get sober so just reach out and someone will reach back and it's okay if like you have setbacks right yeah relapse is part of so many people's stories i think it i think for like you asked me what my rock bottom was i feel very lucky that like i didn't have like an aggressive bottom i could have though i was very like i i I rode a motorcycle for the first eight years i lived here and i ride up blackout drunk you know just willy-nilly in in shorts and a t-shirt to some dude's house you know like to hook up and it's like i could have in any one of those instances, you know, rip my face off or like been paralyzed, but I was lucky. You had an angel standing by. I did. <laughs> so yeah, don't feel bad about relapse. It's all, it's all good. The only thing, yeah, you just have to want to get sober. If you re- if you want to, I think it's possible. You can't really be pushed. Nope. nope. It will, n- I, in my experience, it will never work if it's an, if it's someone other than you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it's fun being sober. Oh, I'm I... not sober, but it's... <laughs> she's drinking wine out of a out of a jar. No, this emergency or something. I normally do have wine standing by. Um, Did you not because of me? No, no, no. no. Okay, okay, I good. just I don't know. I in the morning. I don't know if you meatballs do this, but for me, uh, I started squeezing two lemons and doing cayenne pepper and turmeric, and you shake it up. And then you just it's like the master cleanse, but not. Yeah. Okay. And it might be placebo. Like it might not be doing anything for me, but you enjoy it, but it just, I don't know. I feel like it's festive it's, water. It's festive water. And it's like the little things like maybe it's clearing something out. Um, someone told me that they put apple cider vinegar in cold water yeah. and it just, they can drink it by the gallon. Yours. Uh, I mean, I don't know if this is like one of those like weird sponsored ad things for apple cider vinegar that pops up on every blog you read. But I, for some reason, like <laughs> apple cider vinegar, vinegar fixes everything. It does. Yeah. You can gargle with it. If they give us a throat, <laughs> You're supposed to take like a shot of it in the morning. Yeah, it, like you speeds are. up your metabolism and stuff like that. <laughs> it's just, it like finds you dates on yeah, Tinder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cancer be gone. <laughs> Tightens up your vagina. Yeah, it's yeah. perfect. <laughs> You're perfect. All right, you know what you made it to? Uh-oh. You made it to the section where you get to. Okay. You, as you know, this Lady Gaga retweeted uh, the Million Reasons video that Gabby Yeah. So she is like goals guest for the podcast. So I always have someone just do a little interpretive read. Okay. Of either I've opened up the doors to 
Lady Gaga, Britney Spears, Madonna, like just all the greats. Okay. <laughs> all the queens. Um, so I'm giving you a choice. Okay. You did mention circus mm-hmm. and quote the lyrics before, which is funny because I have them right here. Um, so <laughs> Wait, is this so like weird. a monologue? You can do one line. You can do the entire song. You can do whatever you want. So I'm giving you options. You okay. Circus, Edge of Glory by Lady Gaga. Okay. Or Born This Way, Lady Gaga. Oh, no. Let's do circus because... Because you quoted it. I quoted it. That's crazy yeah. that I quoted it. Yeah. So I'm going to let you look through that and I'm going to tell the meatballs about certain things okay. and then I'll come back to you in like 10 seconds. Um, meatballs, I just want to remind you, if you want to come to my shows or find out about taking Plyo Jam classes, either in LA or online, or if you want to find out about past podcasts, just follow me on social media. So follow me at Jacqueline Marfuji, which is J-A-C-L-Y-N-M-A-R-F-U-G-G-I. I almost forgot how to spell my last name. <laughs> It's <laughs> oh, a mouthful. Um, just follow at Jacqueline Marfuji on all the social media things. Also, please, please, please. I love doing this podcast. I love hearing from you guys. And I can keep doing it because you keep reviewing it well and rating it and subscribing. So please, if you like this, if you love it, or if you're just like, man, whatever, any press is good press. <laughs> Share it with your friends. Please, I love it. And I love hearing from you. So if you have a question or you just want to say, hey, what's up, girl? Or if you want to have a meatball meetup, email me at what's your jersey podcast at gmail.com. Zach Noe Towers, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's your moment. I think I'm going to do it as like a commencement. Oh, yeah. Speaker. Okay. <laughs> There's only two types of people in the world the ones that entertain and the ones that observe (laughs) well baby i'm a put on a show kind of girl don't like the back seat gotta be first i'm like the ringleader i call the shots call the shots i'm like a firecracker i make it hot and when i put on a show i feel the adrenaline moving through my veins spotlight on me and i'm ready to break i'm like a performer the dance floor is my stage Better be ready. Hope you feel the same. Congratulations to the class of 2018. <laughs> that was so dumb. That was amazing. Okay, cool. I felt inspired. Oh, did you? Okay. Again, like I forgot, like you were reading it, just like your stand up. <laughs> I forget that, like you've written fucking jokes. Oh, goodness. Tell the meatballs, pimp yourself out. Tell them what movie, how they find it. Okay. Tell them all, like social media, everything. Cool. So the movie is called Out on Stage. Uh, you can find it at fathomevents.com. It'll prompt you to enter in your zip code, it'll tell you the nearest theater is 250 theaters across america playing it tuesday july 24th at 8 p.m support queer comedy that'd be awesome and then you can find me on twitter or instagram at zach noe towers z-a-c-h-n-o-e-t-o-w-e-r-s Perfecto. And look out for his Netflix special dropping in 2019. Oh, don't get my... Don't make me... You're making me horny. And and also, as a writer on Saturday Night Live in 2019. Oh my God, get out of here. uh, Just putting the vibes out there. Meatballs, I think it's important. I also think you're so important. And thank you so much for doing the pod. Thanks for having me, beautiful. You're the best. And Meatballs, you're the best. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a great weekend. Go see... What is it? Out on stage? Yep. And I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Just put your paws up. Because you were born this way, baby.
me when I 